Hello. Welcome to the Valley View Podcast, episode 89. My name's Tyler, and I'm here with Matt. And this is a this is an episode of firsts, Matt. What uh, what is the first that we're celebrating? Well, there are a lot of firsts here. This is our first podcast out recorded outside of the state of Minnesota. Um, really? It is for sure. Okay, not the first offsite. I know we did Shamanaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we might have done another one, but this is the first outside of Minnesota. Did we do okay. one where we were both at Chaminade or just the one where I was at Chaminade and you weren't? We were both there. Okay. We were in the, like the. Oh yeah, we were in, Le- we were in Lisa's office. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is our first podcast outside of Minnesota. This is also our latest recording by a lot, I think. Oh yeah. It's uh, what time? It's it 9- is 9.53 PM central time right now. <laughs> so we're in the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. We should uh, clarify that for our listeners. We're in uh, the Chicago suburb of Lincolnshire at the Homewood Suites in Lincolnshire, Illinois. And so- Living it up. Yeah. <laughs> we got a, so- This hotel room is actually really nice. Just it actually to, is. To be two white guys talking about our day for a second, this right. hotel room is really nice. It is. We'll describe it for you, dear listener, in just a second. But uh, we're in town, we're in Chicago for a theology conference. Um, uh, evangelical free church theology conference for a few days and starts early tomorrow morning so here we are the homewood suites and um the tuesday night podcast recording yeah look at us go so there's a uh i think that's a dishwasher over there is it really yeah. there's a microwave yeah things that i just i mean and the fact that it like is into the wall like you like walk into like a kitchen it's not just like up against the wall you walk mm-hmm. in it's just really cool yeah i guess you'd call that a kitchenette it's got a, a wood floor, so uh-huh. the rest of the area is carpeted. Um, it looks like you can do just about anything you want over there, except there's not a lot of counter space to prep food. No no oven. There's no oven, no range. Just, just like my apartment, no oven that works. <laughs> I you should feel, you feel right at home. Yeah. I, sh- I should also mention for our listeners, if you're sitting there thinking to yourself, why are Tyler and Matt recording a podcast episode from Chicago at 9.53 on a Tuesday night? I was just wondering that. We've got a busy month ahead of us. Mm-hmm. It is uh, it is February 7th right now. You're listening to this on February 23rd. Um, mm-hmm. I'm got Well, Matt's gone next week. I'm gone the week after. It's just, there's just a lot going on. So we're trying to get ahead. So if, uh, if there's a big current event that happens in the next 16 days, maybe something about like, if somebody like dies from a stove and we sound really insensitive for talking about stoves mm-hmm. on this episode, mm-hmm. we didn't know. We recorded this very early. No one dies from a stove. I think we we drive ourselves to this to these links because we love the listener, right? Well, and because, because we don't want to miss a Thursday, and because it's still fun. Yeah, 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 and because it's still fun. Yeah, when we get into March, we probably will get. Well, one thing that I really liked these last few months. We'll get to something that matters in a second, guys. I'm sorry. Um, will when we get to March, one thing I really liked in the last few months is that we've been able to release these podcasts at like 6 50 in the morning like before 7 a.m um when we get into march we might not be able to do that for a while because with how much we're going to be gone i think we're going to lose that like weekly buffer that we have Mm. but we'll try to get back to that so sorry about the late podcast coming up guys but we'll we'll try to we'll try to get back to the early releases for you we're not sponsored um this episode this is just on tyler and i's back self-sponsored yeah it was hard to get we can get anyone in the chicago suburbs to jump on board on such short notice yeah we, we we're frantically calling as we cross the border but nobody uh nobody nobody jumped on still trying to grow our listenership in this area so um we'll dispense with the uh the usual ad read at this point hopefully we'll find a sponsor for next time 
But um, let's see, where are we going today? We've got uh, the book of Ruth mm-hmm. that we're going to It's a good uh, book. Talk about. Really exciting. Four chapters. Big change from the last couple weeks. <laughs> Four chapters of goodness. And um, we also, uh, since we're on the road, we have a, a special uh, travel theme uh, today <laughs> where Tyler and I will, will each share our top five favorite uh, cities. Yeah. Okay. Top five favorite cities, not in our home state. Yeah. Did you do all American cities? Uh, yes. Mine okay. are all in America. Yeah. So are mine. Okay. I've never left the country. That will change soon, but I have not left the country. Um, so yeah, we, we're defining city as a, a place that has people. So some of my places are not super big. And you might say, that's a town or that's a village. I don't care. <laughs> the broadest possible. No, I terms. care. That's why I'm explaining it. But I'm I'm defining we're defining city as like a place with people. Okay. And the stipulation is that they cannot be in our home state. So none right. of none of mine can be um in Iowa and none of Tyler's can be in Minnesota. Yeah, which <clears throat> just because I think three or four of mine would be in Minnesota if I could include Minnesota. Because I'm not I'm not incredibly well traveled. Like even on my list, I'm trying to remember if I've even been all the places. I think I have, but like mm-hmm. there were places I wanted to put on, but I'm like, wait, I haven't been there. I can't put that on there. Okay. So it sounds like some of Tyler's might be a little bit obscure because uh, he was interested to know um, for how many of them I would know, actually know what state it's in. Mm-hmm. So we could have some obscure ones here. I'll explain why that is when we get going. Okay. Mine are pretty well known, I think, okay. at least cool. four out of the five. So uh, why don't you uh, throw out your first one, Tyler, and we'll we'll get this going. My number five, we're working our way from bottom to top. We'll nicely. work our way from bottom to the top. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, my mom texted me. Sorry, mom. <laughs> it, it, it's not on purpose. Why don't you go ahead and read the text from your mom? No, I'm not reading the text from my mom. No, my, Matt told me recently not to out. Well, actually, yes to out you on the podcast. Matt told me, mom, you need to listen to this. Sometimes Matt will tease me towards talking about my mom on the podcast. I never knew that he was doing it, but apparently he was. Matt, can you confirm, please? Yeah, I'll confirm. (laughs) Okay, so mom, you can blame Matt. Uh, My number five city. This is one where I'm curious if you know. My number five and number four cities. I'm curious if you know where they are. Okay. And three, but uh, my number five city is Douglasville. You know what state Douglasville is in? Um, I I don't. If I had to guess, I'd guess Illinois. It sounds like in Illinois. It's not. It's in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about Douglasville, Georgia. Okay. It's so special. Yeah. So we're already, we're already getting to, I, I should explain not really the theme, but just like, you'll notice that I have a couple of cities like this that nobody's heard of. Mm. Um, I don't like big cities. So, but I like cities that are close enough to be in contact with the big city, like access the airport, access the, like the, like city centers, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But that, like have more of like a suburban or rural feel to them. Mm. This is Douglasville. Douglasville is like 30, 40 minutes outside of Atlanta. Um, one of my really good friends moved there about two years ago. Uh, we, I drove him down there to move him in. I got pulled over in this town. Um, not because I was speeding, but because it was 1230 AM and I'd been driving for 12 hours and I was getting a little sleepy and I went over the line with a cop behind me. Um, and he was like the nicest cop ever. He was like, Hey man, what you guys doing? <laughs> and he, he didn't even give me a ticket. By the way, did you know that you have a headlight? Um, yes, but if I turn it off and back on again, then it comes back on. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's been like that for like two, three months. Okay. okay. I, I, you know, I, I feel like I should fix it, but I'm worried that it's an electrical problem and fixing the headlight wouldn't do anything. Mm. Okay. We're really just all over. This is what happens when we record past 9 p.m. 
Okay, it's back, 10 p.m. now. Okay, sorry. Douglasville. Back to Douglasville. Yeah. Is there a subway in Douglasville? I don't know. The sandwich shop. I've only been there once. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, and it was, it was, it, the other reason I like it is because it's like just a very beautiful southern town. Mm. Like we were there in March mm-hmm. and there were like nice pines, nice water. Mm-hmm. It was just a very, it's just a very nice southern feeling town. Do you think it's more than 10,000 people population? I'm curious. I'll Google it. Um, I would guess yes, but I only guess that because population density in the South is pretty high hmm. with the South and the East specifically. Okay. All right. Um, Douglasville population is 35,000. Mm-hmm. So bigger, many, bigger than maybe we thought. I guess there is a subway there. Probably. It's probably somewhere in there. Okay. Um, what's your number five? Well, right on cue. My number five is Chicago. Oh, wow. Chicago would be like at the bottom of my list. I really don't like Chicago very much. You can ask my wife. Tyler doesn't like Chicago. I'm going to ask you why in just a second, but I'll tell you why. Yeah, why do you like why it? Why I like Chicago. Um, I really love downtown Chicago. I mean... Wow, that's my least favorite part. <laughs> I, I think it's really neat. I think Mich- Michigan Avenue is great. Um, I uh, I just like it. You know, wow. you, you don't have the best feeling coming in and there's like the bus and the public transportation, you know, the the L train and everything. Uh, if it's raining, it can be really gloomy around here, huh. but um, there's something about it that I just like. Huh. I have lots of good memories here too, from, you know, coming to conferences and things like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So uh, Tyler, why don't you like Chicago? It's just too much. There's just too much going on. Mm. I like, I'm, I would not consider myself a country boy, but I am much closer to a country boy than a city boy. You feel the same way about Minneapolis? Yeah, well, not as much because Minneapolis is so much smaller. Like Minneapolis, like is is really big. It's like a major metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of sometimes people don't realize that it's so big, but like MSP is like a very like major metropolitan area, but it's contained a little bit more than Chicago. Like I get I get claustrophobic downtown in Chicago. It is a much different feel than Minneapolis. It's just huge. Like the yeah. skyscrapers go on forever here, and I've never been to New York. I'm yeah. I know that it's got to be even worse than New York, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it it's just a lot. I mean, I like the lake here. The, the lake is pretty. Like the, yeah. the the pictures of the skyline and the water are very beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I I don't like the city okay. at all. That's understandable. I actually just am not a huge fan of the state of Illinois in general. But that's a different conversation. Not to not to put our Illinois listeners on blast. Maybe this is why we don't have sponsors here. But <laughs> so interesting. We'll see if this trend holds. Tyler for his chose a very out of the way place. Douglasville, Georgia. My my number five is Chicago. Mm-hmm. Kind of a big place. So mm-hmm. we'll see if that trend continues. What do you got for number four? Uh, my number four, I want you to guess the state here too, is uh, Morrison. You know what state Morrison is in? You I'm might. guessing that most states have a town called Morrison yeah. or something like that. Um, Morrison, I don't know. Colorado. Mm. You know what's a suburb of? Uh, no. Denver. Okay. Morrison is a Denver suburb going into the mountains from Denver. So West side. Yep. Yeah. It's, I mean, and it's in my top five. Well, so I'm, I'm acquainted with it because my aunt and uncle lived there for a lot of years. I think they just moved like this winter actually. Um, but I love mountains and I, I actually really like the city of Denver. Like if I like, again, I don't like cities, but if I had to live like in a bigger city, Denver's like sprawling enough that I don't get claustrophobic like mm-hmm. I do in some big cities. Um, but no, my aunt and uncle lived in Morrison. It's, it's kind of in the foothills of the Rockies. The temperature is almost always between 30 degrees and 80 degrees. Mm. It's just, and it's just beautiful. Like it, it's just incredibly picturesque. You can see snowy mountains. I mm-hmm. I, I love it out there. Mm-hmm. I, I love Colorado as most Minnesotans do. I think that's pretty basic, but I love, I love it. So I'm over to guessing uh, 
where your what state your you'll get you'll get in. better. They get easier. Okay. What's your fourth? Uh, my number four is Dallas. Okay. Um, I've spent eight years total living there. Four years, in four years, two different stretches. Um, great barbecue in Dallas, hmm. and that's where the Texas School Book Depository is. How many of your kids were born in Dallas? Uh, none. Where were they born? Where is it Iowa? Yeah. They were all born in Iowa and then you went to Dallas? Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Our, our youngest was only like six weeks old when we moved to Dallas. Oh, wow. But they okay. Were born, I didn't know they that. Were born in the same place. Awesome. Yeah. I don't mind Dallas. I've never been there, but their disc golf scene is good. So really, they have that going for them. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel like the uh, the low energy level, particularly my low energy level, is bringing down the podcast today? No, I mean, I don't think, I, I think what you just did is similar to when somebody gets up to speak and says, I'm nervous. Mm. Like you wouldn't, I wouldn't have known that you were low energy. Well, like I can kind of tell cause you look a little tired, but like if I was a listener, I would have no idea that mm. you were tired until you said I have a low energy level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Similar to like, you usually can't tell the speaker's nervous until they say I'm nervous guys. I just like to keep self-awareness one of our virtues. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I love the honesty. I'm just telling you, you don't, you don't need to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. You seem like your energy level is, is holding up fine. Matt, I think I stay up a little bit later than you typically, <laughs> but I am tired. I'll be ready to go to bed when this is done. Um, okay. My number three, now we're getting to where th- this is the one I'm not sure if you'll know or not. I think that my top two, you'll know where they are. Okay. Uh, my third one is Hana. You know where Hana is? H-A-N-A? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Or were you just educated did, guess. deducing from the I city did not, name? I have never heard of Hana, but just based on the name. You know what island? Uh, no. Maui. Oh. Hana is on Maui. Um, <laughs> All I know is that I think there's an island called Oahu. There is. And Maui. Yeah. Is, is there an island called Hawaii? Yeah, the big island. The big one? Yeah. I mean, okay. it's called, like, they call it the big island. Okay. Um. No, I've only, so we went to Hawaii for my honeymoon, but we went during COVID. So the only island that we could go to and not have to do a two-week quarantine was Maui. Um, Wait a minute. Why, why was it different in different islands? I, because the Hawaiian government did things differently on different islands. Yeah. most That's really, really interesting. Yeah. Most most people, when they go to Hawaii, like my parents, when they went there, uh-huh. they get to you like island hop. Like you go to one island for a few days and you go to another island for a few days. Okay. That's what my cousin did when she got married. But like when we were there, if we would have tried to island hop, we would have had to two-week quarantine on any other island. So we just stayed on Maui for the week. Um, But Maui is a really interesting island because it's divided by a mountain. Like, on the west, uh, uh, yeah, on the west side of the island, it's, like, a classic, like, like, I wouldn't necessarily say tropical, but just, like, a nice, like, warm environment, like, like, a nice, warm, green place. And then on the east side of the mountain is a jungle, like mm. pure jungle, like bamboo forest, waterfalls kind of jungle. Mm. And on the farthest east corner of the island is Hana. Ah. So to get to Hana, you have to take like a two and a half hour drive through the rainforest. Mm. And it's it's like super cool. Um, so yeah, I, I really like Hana for that reason. There's like a red sand beach there that we went to. It's I mean, it's it's just classic. Like it's like a tropical paradise. Maybe I'll make it there someday. Have you never been to Hawaii? No, I've never been to Hawaii. When we got married, my parents were like, you guys should go there for your honeymoon because this might be your only chance. Yes. It gets more expensive as you get more people in your family. That's true. Yeah. Uh, What's your third favorite? My number three um, is a place called Oxford, Mississippi. Oh, that's where, is that where Ole Miss is? Yeah. Okay. That's where Ole Miss is. Really pretty college town. Very quaint. Uh, William Faulkner, the author. I don't know if you uh, found him. Absolutely. (laughs) As I lay dying. Um, 
William Faulkner is from uh, Oxford. Molly and I have had a chance to go there a few times. Very pretty town. Ole Miss is there. Classic South. Steaming hot in the summer, but pretty nice in the fall. Like, go to a football game. They have a place called The Grove huh. where they so set up all trees, the right? no. That's um, there's, there's some school that has two trees that got cut down sometime, but I don't think that's Ole Miss. That's, that's actually Auburn. It is Auburn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where Molly went to school, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alabama. Some Alabama fans poisoned uh, a couple of trees. Which is like, I think that's too far. Like, that's, like, kind of horrible. Yeah, I mean, I think I went to jail. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, got... I mean, to face him on a property or something, right? Yeah. And so they had to cut the trees down. These yeah. huge, beautiful, probably oak trees that, yeah. that they would throw toilet paper in. You know, that's the tradition at Auburn when mm-hmm. they win a game. Anyway. is So have you just been to Ole Miss, like, because you married a girl who's from the South? Uh, Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I probably otherwise would not have been there. Nice. So that's uh, that's my number three. So now we're at your top two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. My number say? my number two. I feel like you might be able to guess where this one is. Uh, my number two town is North Las Vegas, <laughs> which is different than Las Vegas, actually. Um, is that would that be Nevada by chance? Uh, it might North be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, North Las Vegas is actually if I was going to move the town that I would be most excited to move to, I think. Really? It's not my number one because I think my number one is just way prettier and more fun to visit. Mm -hmm. Um, But in terms of like, like concrete, like where does Tyler like to be? Mm -hmm. I really like to be in Vegas, Mm. which I, I, it's, I always have to qualify this. It's kind of annoying, but I, but I, it, it, you know, I guess I should. Um, I have gone to Vegas, I think six times since I turned 18. I have not gone inside of a casino. I have like 15 cousins that live there. My mom's oldest sister lives there. Um, so I, I love to go out there and visit my aunt and uncle. Um, and it is because of that that I know that North Las Vegas is different than Vegas. North Las Vegas is a, a it, it's a little bit nicer. Like <laughs> Vegas can be kind of run down in some places and it just kind of has the like in your face, bright flashing lights feel that you're thinking of when you think mm. of Vegas. Yeah. North Las Vegas is like a just a, a nice town. Like, mm. st- I mean, it's still Vegas. Like you still, there's still a Vegas feel to it, but like, it's it's more out in the not out in the country, but it's just more out there, and I I like it a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm I think for me the tired manifests in rambling, so that's why I'm saying a lot of words but not really saying anything. <laughs> My tired manifests in getting quiet, and yours manifests in rambling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good compliment to each other. North Las Vegas. Any questions about North Las Vegas? I don't think so, but I was just thinking what a contrast that is with my number two. Oh, I'm sorry. Is... Can I say one more thing before you <laughs> ramble on? Um, I specifically like North Las Vegas and Vegas in general because I love the look of desert. Like, I have a friend whose dad looked at me really weird because I once said to him, I love driving through the desert because there's so much to see. I love looking at desert. So I love I love Las Vegas and North Las Vegas because it's in the middle of the desert surrounded by mountains. Like you're in a bowl, like a desert bowl with mountains on every side. Okay, what's your number two? Sorry. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was good. I'm glad you added that. Thank you. Uh, my number two is a little place called Sister Bay, Wisconsin. Hmm. You're really like pushing the rules here with picking a state that you lived in for a long time that isn't your home state. Mm, mm. Well, six years. Okay. Yeah, I'm within the rules. Right? I just, yeah, not you are. State. I just think of you as from Wisconsin. I know you're not, but like mm. you came to, to Prairie Hill from Wisconsin. Yeah. Where is Sister Bay? Sister Bay is in Door County. So this is the famous. Oh, uh, yeah. vacation area yeah the little tail of wisconsin that sticks up to the northeast too close to green bay for my liking but yeah actually all all of wisconsin is too close to green bay for my liking 
super close to Green Bay. Yeah, you go to Green Bay and just keep heading north onto the little peninsula. Just a really pretty little town. Like people from Chicago that own yachts will take them up and um, store them at the Sister Bay Marina there. You can look at all the, the fancy yachts and just stroll through town. Really pretty. We like to go up there in the fall when it's just us and the old people. Nice. <laughs> During the week after all the young normal people are back in school and working jobs. Um, very pretty town. One of our fav uh, favorite places to go. Nice. Sister Bay. There's a good pizza place there, too. Uh, is it called Sister Bay Pizza? No, Wild Tomato. Uh, basically the same thing. <laughs> we made it to number one. Um, my number one town. But not the first place you would want to move to. Right. My number, just like when I was making this list, the one I said I wanted to put at number one, that's really not that deep, is uh, Marquette. You know where Marquette is? Well, there's a Marquette, Iowa. I'm okay. assuming that's probably not the one you're talking about. Okay. There's a Marquette, Michigan. Okay. And, uh, I'll say you're talking about the Michigan market. I am talking about the Michigan market. I had never been to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan until September of this year, and I loved it there. Mm -hmm. it, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I liked the top side, the Lake Superior side where Marquette is, far more than the Lake Michigan side. Mm -hmm. um, we got to cliff jump into Lake Superior into like 20 foot deep water where you could see the bottom because it was so clear. Um, and it just has like a really nice woodsy feel, like clean, like clean woodsy feel, which is sometimes hard to come by. Em Emily and I loved it up there. We were only there for like three hours, but I would love to go back. Yeah. Yeah. So. I've been through that area. I, I haven't spent any time right there in Marquette, but I've been in the UP, in that general area. It is beautiful. UP is awesome. That's a, yeah. great, that's a great call. People say that, um, I've talked to some people who say that, that the UP may or should become a part of Wisconsin. And I just don't want that. <laughs> I really like them separate from Wisconsin. So you don't have to like something. In yeah. I would love it if it, be, if it became the 51st state, but I don't think it has enough people for that. It has like, I looked it up, but I think it has like 150,000 less people than Wyoming. So I don't think that's happening anytime like if, soon. If the UP was the 51st state. Yeah. It would be pretty great. It would be. Like I said, I just don't think they have the critical mass for it yeah. to make sense. Not yet. Yeah, no. that's true. Enough More people, people like me that like it, then it'll get bigger. Hey, both of our uh, number ones start with the letter M. Really? Yeah, they do. My number one is Memphis, Tennessee. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now, let me ask you this, Tyler. You're, you're married, right? I am married. Okay. Right. Do you have a, a special affinity for the city that your wife is from? Yeah, I actually do. Do you really? Yeah, okay. I absolutely do. So my wife is from Memphis. My wife is from Walker, Minnesota. I have a special affinity for Memphis because it's where my wife is from. What, why do you have a special affinity for, uh, for Walker? I like Northern Minnesota. Hmm. Um, is it true for you too that you might even have more of an affinity for the town than your wife does? That's probably true. <laughs> That's it's definitely true in my marriage. <laughs> I definitely like Walker more than Emily. <laughs> but no, I I really like Northern Minnesota. Um, and it's Walker is like pure Northern Minnesota. It would have been in my top five if I could use Minnesota cities. Yeah. So how would you describe when you say pure Northern Minnesota? Is it the way that it looks? like the landscape or is it the way the people are or the town is all of it i mean it's the whole thing. it's lakes it's woods and it's nice northern minnesota people <laughs> and you just you just go up there and you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere mm. and um and i you like you like that i do i understand why a lot of people who live there want <laughs> to leave mm -hmm. um but it's just very beautiful to visit then so would you want to live there though um for a time i would love to live there for like two years and see how I felt after two years then decide. Okay. okay. I don't want to put my foot in like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I would live in the middle of nowhere for my whole life. Yeah. Because as I told you at the beginning of this, 
my favorite part of cities is to live not in the city, but close enough that I can like access the resources. Yeah. So Walker doesn't really have that. Memphis has always felt magical to me from the first time I visited there. I think just because I was there to spend time with Molly Aww. and I'd never been to Memphis before. Nice husband. So, thanks. So it's just, it was a brand new place. Yeah. Everything was new. Um, they've got a, this wonderful old ribs place called rendezvous downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just the place to go. They've got the best donut shop in the world. Mm-hmm. Gibson's donuts. You're, you're aware of this? Um, I'm no. No. Not, not at all. I've only been to Memphis once and it was driving through. Okay. Next time you're there, do you like donuts, Tyler? Yeah. Okay. Go go to Gibson's. Donuts are food, right? You'll, yeah. Go, <laughs> you'll, you'll thank me. When you were in Memphis, did you yeah. go to any other states? Because if some of our listeners might not be geography buffs, Memphis oh, okay. is kind of like in the corner of a couple of states. Yeah. Yeah. So you, uh, yeah, if you visit Memphis, you're probably going to spend time in Mississippi because it's, I mean, right over the border from Mississippi. And it's right over the border from Arkansas as well. And then if you drive just a little ways further, you're in um, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're also not too far from uh, Kentucky and Illinois. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of right in the middle of, of all those places. Oh, yeah. So um, I think like most people from Memphis would say that there's not that too too much to get excited about. There is a lot of crime there. Yeah. But um you know, Elvis, Elvis and Sun Studios are there. It's got a great history, great food. Um, it's my number one place. I actually feel the same way. It wasn't in my top five, but Memphis does have a certain magic to it. I astute longtime listeners will remember the the time when we recorded a seven minute episode because I was going on a, a driving road trip to play disc golf. Mm. Um, and I drove from my house to Mississippi. The place in Mississippi I drove to was called Horn Lake, Mississippi, which is literally directly over the border from memphis like you're in memphis you cross the mississippi border and you're in horn lake and that's where i played disc golf so that's the one really time i've been to memphis and i I really did like it it was it was a good experience speaking of memphis um the book that we are talking about holy cow we spent a lot of time on cities (laughs) we have four minutes to talk about ruth that's good there are only four chapters in that's true a minute per chapter (laughs) um what would you say is the uh the abiding lesson from from Ruth what's the, oh. what's what's the, what's the takeaway do you think well we also have to answer the question why is Ruth in the Bible because that's the question we posed to the list oh. last week okay well let's, let's... they probably are it probably is one of the same right okay like... why is Ruth in the Bible well why is that a question that we are interested to ask about Ruth but not of other books what's the what's the uh, perspective here well it just it seems like there's not that much happening like it's like it's a cool story like it's the story of a, a Moabite woman named Ruth who mm-hmm like her husband dies and usually that would just kind of be like a year homeless like not a death sentence but pretty close for a, a single woman in that time but instead she gets to marry a nice man and has like a nice fulfilling life you know like i mean you could i don't know there's like there's like the angle that you could go to that's like oh is she just fulfilled because she found a man but it's just it's just it, it's like a there's just not that much happening well let me let me ask you this question the book is called, the title is Ruth, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think the book of Ruth is more about Ruth or more about Naomi? I think the book is more about Ruth, but I'm curious if you think it's more about Naomi. I why. do think it's more about Naomi. Why? Well, Naomi is the one who experiences the great change. Um, she, at the beginning, um, has has everything, like family, husband, sons, 
Um, she's got daughters-in-law and then she loses everything. Moves away from home. Uh, husband dies. Both of her sons die and she's left with just her daughters-in-law and she's very bitter. Like she used to be sweet and now she's bitter. Basically, she thinks that God doesn't regard her anymore, doesn't remember her, just like he's isn't remembering the people of Israel because there's a famine. Like it, it seems she feels like she's completely abandoned. But then by the end of the story, um, she um, not only does is Israel remembered and God gives them food and the famine is over, but now Naomi has um, a grandson uh, by Ruth. And so um, in essence, like God has remembered her and she is fulfilled. Hmm. And we learn that um, God is a, a giver and someone who remembers um, our pain. Mm-hmm. and Ruth is like the means by which that happens. But that's the reason why I would argue it's mostly about Naomi and what she experiences, that she's like the dynamic character, the mm-hmm. one that experiences change. But why would you argue that it's mostly about Ruth? Oh, I don't have an argument. I just, Ruth is in the book more. Yeah. Like, the, well, the, story, good, the story is more centered I mean, on That's her. a really good argument. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, as far as why Ruth is in the Bible... I, I think I've I'm I'm curious if you would agree or disagree with this, but I've I've understood it as Ruth is there because it shows us the family line of David, who becomes like one of the great kings of Israel, mm-hmm. um, yeah. as well as showing that the I mean ultimately Ruth is in the line of the Messiah, mm-hmm. Jesus, and it it can be helpful for us to see that like God is working through human weakness all the way through. And that like, it's not like Jesus's line was like a pure, undefiled, perfectly Israelite Jewish line. Yeah. Like the, I mean, Tamar is in the line. Ruth is in the line. Uh, Bathsheba is in the line. Yeah. And like Ruth is another piece that shows like God is working through human frailty, even in, even in the line of, of our mm-hmm. savior. I think that's excellent. And one, one last thing to add about it is that by its very location, like right after judges, it, it serves as a kind of rebuke to the people of God who have just gone off the deep end and are forsaking God all over the place. Um, but here's this Moabitess who isn't even a member of the covenant community in Ruth. And she is showing all of this faithfulness to Naomi and wants Naomi's God to be her God. Like she serves as like the perfect counter or the foil to the people of Israel. Here's this foreigner that like wants God. It's like Rahab. Right? I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. like it's like another Rahab, like yeah. somebody outside of the covenant community who's doing it better than the Israelites. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, this uh, this was an episode and I'm glad we did it. <laughs> Can we go to bed now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, good night, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>